This is Audible. Welcome to number two in this uh, second series of the Ricky Gervais Show. With me, Ricky Gervais. Hello. Stephen Merchant. Hello. And Carl Pilkington. All right. Well, uh, I've been away. Um, I had a little bit of a an express tour of uh, America, um, LA and New York, and uh, they're all talking about one thing out there. Carl Pilkington. Really? Yeah. Um, I hooked up with the Simpsons lot. They all listened to it on their their iPods. I went down to the American office to keep an eye on, you know, things. Yeah, check, check it, check it. Well, as we get money for old rope yeah, for doing yeah, next yeah, to yeah, nothing, yeah, I thought yeah, I'd yeah. show him a face. Yeah. They're big fans, Carl. I, I met up with Jason Bateman, you know, Arrested Development, and uh, he knows how stupid you are. David Letterman knows what an idiot you are. Mentioned on the Letterman show. I mean, unbelievable. David Bowie listens. And they're all listening to little Carl Pilkington. I think... When I think of people like that, like, like pretty much geniuses in their yeah, field. Yeah, sure, yeah. But uh, when I think of Bowie listening to it, I still think of him as 26, dressed well, as... Well, he's dressed as Ziggy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. With not... a pair of those big 70s headphones. <laughs> yeah, and he's going, Hey, Mom, can you turn the TV down and listen to Pilkington? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. I love his kooky outlook on life. <laughs> uh, and, uh... Christopher Guest. Now, Christopher Guest um, empathises with you a little bit because obviously everyone else sort of knows how stupid you are and not understanding concepts like you know the infinite amount of monkeys. But he empathises with that because he thinks that sometimes he he thinks that he sometimes doesn't understand concepts that seem obvious to other people. However, um, I think he's being polite. I don't think you've got a lot in common with him because he did all that other genius stuff. You know, what you did was do the washing up with your pants pulled down slightly. You know, it didn't have the same effect to say. It's not been as influential as Spinal Tap. Oh, wait, for Guffman. <laughs> no. no. I mean, unless people, uh, maybe that's sweeping the nation now. Maybe if someone sees someone nude in a room opposite their house, they immediately they get, get their cock out. They go genius. That's genius. Well, I did a, uh, uh, an appearance at the Oxonian Society in New York. It's a Princeton College uh, run event, and they have like academics, artists, political figures. They have uh, heads of industry. They had world leaders. They've had Princess Anne uh, of Jordan, and there was a Q and A afterwards. And one of the questions was, "Is monkey news coming back?" Yeah. In that sort of forum, mm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's. I believe they also asked that of uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> they did, yeah. Now, Carl, <laughs> is, is monkey news coming back? I mean, maybe it depends what goes on out there. It's gone a bit quiet, hasn't it? <laughs> what on the monkey front? <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the, I don't know if they're aware or whatever that it's being covered, but it's just like, you know, <laughs> there's no point, you can't make news, can you? All these news channels, that's the problem with it. They've committed to saying we're a news channel, you got to find news, well don't do it like that. Sure. I'd say put something else on, if now what's going on Cartoons. in the world. Just, just... Is there often no news in the world, on the planet Earth with six billion people? Is there ever a day where they go, no, nothing? But, but I'm just saying, the news is... Uh, how, what, what is it, about half an hour long? That's There's news channels what, that are 24 yeah. hours. But yeah, you're thinking of one specific news programme that's on in your house. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's half an hour. How much of that? No, well, no, no. You look again. You, again, you don't, you, I've told you that not all news programmes are half an hour by definition, but you go anyway, it's half an hour. Again, you didn't listen to me. Why do you think all news programmes are half an hour? They're not. I'm just saying... Uh, how much of that do we actually need to know about? But we don't need to know about any news. There you I go. mean, a a outside sort of dangerous situation. It's interesting. It's, it's entertainment. People want to be aware. People want to be hooked up. I mean, I, I don't, um, uh, you know, watch the news much or read papers. But it's funny when I'm away, 
I do. I suppose it's because you want to feel connected with with what's yours. It's that feeling of being part of society, isn't it? No, but there's there's places, say like there's places where they don't have telly, right? And they're not watching the news. They're still getting on with life. Yes, they are. And yeah. they're bogged down with their own problems, which is the way it should be. Say like at the moment I've got a leak in the bathroom, right? Have you? It's doing me head in. <laughs> so I, I put the telly on to get away from all that, and then you put the news on, they go, oh, there's a, you know, bad weather in, what's it? You go, oh, don't tell me that as well. I like it when you hear about inventions that are coming out or, you know, uh, stuff they're doing in science. But you, uh, but you told me the other day that you thought everything that needs to be invented has been invented. Something they said in 1900. But, uh, so what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, they are sort of playing around now. Like they've, they've said they've made, uh, like a, a heart now that can be bunged into a body if yours isn't working and keep you going. But why is a, why is a heart that you can bung into someone to save their life, why is that a bad thing? Just because it's another thing, isn't it? That's, we're meant to die from, from the year dot. Uh, things <laughs> live, you have your bit, you knock about. And then you die. If you're gonna <laughs> live forever, how do you plan stuff? Right? That's the way I look at it. Sure. You sort of go- How big would your diary well, be? Well that diary well, would become intimidating, is, wouldn't this it? This is what <laughs> I'm saying. You have to, you have to fill that in for the rest of eternity. And you, and you get bored. You get bored with living forever. And, you know- But I agree with you. You get bored of people. You'd have to keep making new mates, wouldn't you? Because you've discussed everything by the time you're about 110. <laughs> <laughs> 110! So, it's kind of like- Carl, you have the same concepts that you worked out and decided that were true at about 10, I think. I look at life like a- like a, book, like a big book. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. Right, and, you know, sometimes you get halfway through it and you go, even though I've been, you know, been enjoying it, I've had enough. Um, Give us another book. No, 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 no. Your metaphor, analogy, whatever you're, you're trying to create there, falls down with let's have another book. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You, you can either opt out of life or stick with it till the end. You can't go, ah, be someone else now. You can't do that. I know you think you can. And I think in your world you can, you know, you possibly be injected into an old woman's head <laughs> when you've had enough and you come out a little baby. What I mean is, at the moment, you know, my life, uh, I'm going to live to 74, 75, okay, right? Okay, right. So yeah, I'm probably on page, what am I on? A, a book that's got about 200... <laughs> this is painful, Steve. This is really painful. Come on, sorry, I'm, carry I'm, on. I'm on, I say if my book's got, uh, 300 pages in it. <laughs> yeah. If you, <laughs> few pictures and that. Um, <laughs> it's a picture book. That's the great thing about Carl's life. I, it's, it's a, a book for children. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pop-up book. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, every page he pops in, he goes, all right. <laughs> all right. I'm probably on like page about 170. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna die at 74! He's reading a book with a few pictures in with 300 pages and he's on 170. Go on then. So, right, if, if the book was too thick, right, and there was loads more pages Let me tell left, you, this book is way too thick. Yeah. If the book was m more thick, yeah. <laughs> the book could not be thicker. If there was loads more pages left, I'd go, I can't be bothered reading on. Right. <laughs> okay. Let him finish the analogy. He must have known that when he saw the book. You do. We've got to finish this analogy, right. otherwise we're going to be here all Listen, night. Listen, he must have known how many pages there were when he got the book out of the library. Yeah, but the way they write books, <laughs> they're painting pictures more at the beginning. You're going, this is good, and then it it gets a bit boring as it goes on, doesn't it? 
Okay, well that works. So you're saying that you were you no, were young. No, it doesn't work. Well, no, you just well, accepted no. that that's what all books are like. No, but there's a little bit of poetry in that because he's sort of he's actually saying that you know, when he was young, his whole life was ahead of him. He couldn't wait the whole world, the promise that he was given of this world, and now he's he's, he's a bit jaded and he's more cynical, and he realizes that the world hasn't got uh, as much to offer him as he thought it was. Is that what you meant? Yeah. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Well, Rick, you're not the only one who's been away. I know you've been off working, but yeah. I, at long last, have taken a bit of leisure time. Go on. And, uh, <laughs> you've probably heard of the Rio de Janeiro Carnival. Only one of the, uh, the hottest, uh, you know, events in the world oh, calendar. Yeah. <laughs> imagine me down there. Oh, Rio, God. you can imagine, did not know oh, what hit it. Oh, God almighty. Imagine, were you like, uh, Paul the Party Animal Parker? He would not have been able to keep up if he was with me. God, what did you do? Oh, what did you get up to? Oh, let me tell you right now. Um, Day one, I almost drowned. Day two, I got a foot infection and spent the day in the hospital. And the rest of the time, I had diarrhoea. <laughs> so that's, uh, <gasps> that's the, that was a hell of a, that was a hell of a time. Carnival. Yeah, yeah. I did, uh, I was able to watch some of the carnival on TV. Oh, And right. it looked brilliant. It looked did amazing. It? Um, I didn't actually, I, it was difficult to make out because the TV wasn't actually in my room. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because in an effort to save money, I wasn't staying in a hotel, I was staying with a bunch of other people in some kind of, like, someone's flat that they let out. And, uh, so I had to look, I had to watch the TV, like, from my window, watching a neighbour's TV. And of course, when they change the channel, you know, often during the juicy bits, I couldn't see anything. And, um, so, but they looked really good. I'm bunged up at the moment just so I can get through the show. But I've just been on a 12-hour flight, and it is terrifying being on a flight when you know that any moment you could go. Because, you know how the problem is, sometimes the toilet's free and sometimes in, you've got to queue up. Mm. And the worst bit is that, that sort of half an hour just before you land, when they say the toilets are out of bounds now. <laughs> I'd say I went twice before that in quick succession. The woman sat next to the toilet. She was, she didn't know what was going on. The noises and stuff, you know. And I was, because I was really oh. panicky. Oh, Christ. And, um, and so, of course, then on the whole flight, uh, as we're landing, I'm just, I'm really petrified because I'm thinking this could, I mean, I packed a pair of underpants and jeans in my, in my bag, in my holdall, just in case it all went. And oh, I was no. really, because I hate flying anyway, and I hate landing because it's the most terrifying moment of the journey. Then it really was rumbling, and I was thinking, I've got to get out of here. Of course, you know, you know, when you're in a hurry, everything, suddenly everything makes you angry. The little old lady in front of me who's just hobbling along off the gangplank, get yeah. out of my world! Yeah. You know, just really, you know, with your, with your, with your bad hips and yeah, your bad and legs. Yeah, and your Zimmer frame. I know you've been through a war, but get out of my way! <laughs> yeah. And just anyone who kind of even passes, you're, oh, you just, you're, and uh, so I, yeah, I managed to get there just in time, got into the, t and it all went off. Man alive, it was, it was grim. But th that was, that was not anything compared with the first couple of days, because the first day I was, I went for a walk, and of course Ipanema Beach is famous, I mean obviously The Girl from Ipanema, one of the most famous songs in the world, and it's Ipanema Beach is famous for just the beautiful, beautiful people that gather there, and it is extraordinary, I mean the people are remarkable. There's so many beautiful women in Rio, it made me angry, <laughs> I was angry that these women were so attractive and that, you know, none of them were even looking at me. <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm on the beach, because I, I was shopping and I needed a wee. 
right? And we went for a quick impromptu swim, and I thought, oh, are we in the, in Just the sea? Just think of him! I'm in the right? We're dire here! Well, I'm wearing great big long shorts, because I'm not gonna try and compete with these boys, because they and are- And you are, could I say this, the whitest man uh, yeah. I've ever met in my life. Yeah. I mean, with his shirt off, you can see his heart like a newborn fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so- <laughs> well, this is the thing, as I went into the sea to have a wee, oh, there was a discussion about this. As I went into the sea to have a wee? <laughs> yeah, well, I was desperate for a toilet, and I, and I was shopping, and I, so I thought, well, I'm never gonna make it back to the hotel, so I'll go in the, in the sea and have a little swim and, and Just swim. don't see him straining, just like a cat in well, a litter tray. Well, see, there was a discussion about this, because I'm very much of the opinion that you should take your trunks down, and some people, uh, some of my friends are saying, just do it in your trunks and let's see the sea just wash it away. What a hell of a carnival! Well, and I think that's, I'm against that, I've always been against that, against that in swimming pools, everything, you know, so I, so no, I- No, I'm against pissing in swimming pools, full stop! It doesn't matter whether you do get in, take your trunks down or let's- don't piss <laughs> But what about in the sea? Yeah, well, fine, yeah. Fine, okay. Right, so fish, fish do it, so. so. anyway, so I'm in the sea trying to, trying to urinate, and I, so I kneeled, because I'm obviously very tall, so it's tricky to get deep enough for the water to, to mask what you're up to. So, I tried to kneel down in the water, right, and, and I got the, I got John Thomas out, but then the water swept out again and just left me on the beach. <laughs> So, but luckily my, my back was to everyone, so no one saw. So, um, so I, so I- I can't I think of a funnier sight than Steve Merchant on his knees with his little John Thomas out. I don't know how big it is, I've never seen it. Well, I mean, I imagine this in proportion to the rest well, of it, is it? I no? wish. Um, this, all I'll say is I've been a little short-changed. But, um, so I, so then I got up and I waded a bit deeper in, right? And, uh, now I was sort of, I was, I was trying, I got it out. But what I didn't realise is that the waves just off the beach are really just uncontrollable. You never know what's going to happen. So one minute they're calm, and the next minute they're crazy like a tsunami. So um, so suddenly I see this giant wave coming towards me, crashing towards me, and I got the cock out and everything, and it grabs this wave, comes over me, and lifts me up and flips me up in the water, right? And I'm floundering around. I can't see anything because, of course, I had to take my glasses off <laughs> to go in the sea because oh I didn't want I didn't want to lose them. Oh God! So so I so I floundering around and I'm wait, genuinely getting scared because I, as I try to get into shore the wave just pulls me back again. So I'm waving to my friends on the beach but why- With everything. Well what I don't realise is that because I'm wearing my- because well, I'm not wearing my glasses I don't realise that I've been dragged along the beach some way and I'm not actually waving <laughs> to my friends. So there's like a bunch of these beautiful women on Ipanema Beach watching <laughs> a pasty white man waving <laughs> with his cock out. And, and, and what annoyed me was my friends were laughing. And that Steve, really, really angered me. if I'd have been there, I would have burst. But why wouldn't you have come running- would you have come running in and helped me? Not with your knob out. What? So even though I was screaming and shouting? I'd have thrown a rope or something, or, or a dinghy or something, I'd have- I, there's no way I'd have- I, I, I couldn't have saved you with your glasses off and your knob out. <laughs> when- if I- if I ever save you, I want you to be fully dressed with your glasses on. So you'd have just let me go, you'd have- that would have been what you'd said to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> he had his knob out and his glasses off, there was no way I was I gonna- I can't think of a funnier sight. Oh. Oh, chimpanzee, that is written it down again! <laughs> yeah, this is where we read extracts from Kyle's diary. Um, we've had to wrestle it from him, he's never happy, but, you know, that's the way it goes when you're doing, a, you know, a show as popular as this. And I'm going straight now to this entry. My man phoned and said that my Auntie Nora, ah, uh, classic Auntie Nora, wanted me to look on the internet to find out what the weather will be like in Spain at the end of November. I don't know where she gets her money from. 
two months ago she was asking me dad how much it would be to get her back garden astroturfed because <laughs> she's sick and tired of the grass getting out of her What do you want to do? Start a football team? <laughs> what does she want a back garden astroturf? She likes the sort of green look but she doesn't like the headache that comes with it so she's just looking into getting that false grass put in there. Brilliant. Don't know how much it is. But. Went round to Ricky's and had some chicken curry that Ricky's girlfriend Jane had made. Ricky and Jane were going on holiday for a few days and had arranged for Glyn to come in and make sure the cat was okay while they were away. I'm sick of that cat. I was surprised that they hadn't paid for the little shit to go away with them on first class. <laughs> Blimey, getting a bit vitriolic in the, uh, why diary. He, why doesn't he like the fact that I've got a cat and I, I love the cat? Why, why, it's why- It's just everything in that house that you've got gets sort of special treatment and it's a cat and it annoys me. What do you mean you get me. special treatment? You, sometimes- We put I, food I, down for it, and yeah. sometimes it gets uh, uh, on our lap and we stroke it. You don't what, just stroke it, we're you not massage it. it. You massage its back, you go, no, you stressed out. Well, no, no it's out. good- it's, no, no, I'm not saying you stressed out. At no point did I say you stressed out. You <laughs> said, what the fuck are you doing for? Is it stressed out or something? I- I- I, I like uh, touching my cat. To be honest with you, I don't like Ricky's cat. Oh, it, I can't believe Because it, every time I go around there, it goes straight for Magoolies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he'd probably seen you in the sea and thought, well, if he's waving it about, I'll have a bit of that. But it's like the lizard thing you've got. It's kind of, it's just sat there, you've bought it a big box, right, to be in. Right, one, one is a salamander, right. so it's an amphibian. Yeah. It's not a box, it's a big vivarium. Yeah, but what I'm saying and is- as it for, and, and, and if you're gonna criticise someone for just sitting there, having a round head and doing nothing with its life, uh, people who live in glass houses, no, we've done this do one. You know, do you know what gets me though, right, Steve? When I was there, I was looking at it, and I thought, is it dead? Right, cause he's just sat there like- <laughs> And then it was thinking exactly <laughs> the same fucking <laughs> thing. sat there, not moving, right? And then, on the top of the box, is like a box full of crickets and stuff. <laughs> That's- it- it's- it's- it's food. Yeah. Right? But they were more active than the thing that it was gonna feed. <laughs> Get rid of the lizard, keep them in there. More entertaining. <laughs> Don't understand it. A few months back, a girl who was having a kid showed me one of them scans of the kid that was in her. That's science gone mad, innit? I couldn't think of anything nice to say as it looked like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why we've got to that point? What? Why- why have we got to see something that- that young? Why- Because people can keep an eye on the progress of the baby in the womb. Yeah, but why are they printing it out and stuff? That's some- surely that's for a doctor to see. Well, that's just an added bonus for people who are interested in but such things. Well, that's like saying, why do you take pictures of anything? No, because normally pictures are like, you know, you on- in Brazil, sat in the sea or whatever. You'd go, oh yeah, I remember that day, it was a good day or whatever. But- Wasn't. It's just kind of like, why have you got to see something- you might as well. Well, you just, you just like, listen. Why have you got to see something that small? So why would you take a picture of Steve in the sea? No, but what what <laughs> I mean is, why? At what point are we going to stop? Are we going to start sort of X-raying the fella's testicles and saying, well, there it is at a really young age? <laughs> Well, where, where, where are we gonna stop? It's because, it's just horses for courses, isn't it? Some people like to have a record of their baby in the womb. They That's like right. to show the baby. They're excited they about it. They All sit right, down then. and they, they show the friends the, the slideshow. That's the birth. Oh, that's the conception. Oh, look, Ron's going a bit mad there, isn't he? But why do I need to see this? This is what I'm saying. It was an awkward situation because she was happy with it. I was like, oh, God. You know what I mean? It was an odd looking thing. I couldn't say, oh, it looks like you. Because that would be a diss. <laughs> Oh, Christ! <laughs> <laughs>
Met Suzanne at Euston Station. I said I would sort out the tea tonight, so I called the curry house. The fella couldn't understand me. I asked for two poppadoms. He kept saying, how many? I kept saying two. He still couldn't understand. I said, one more than one. He understood. When we picked up the food and took it home, there were five poppadoms in the bag. There is a restaurant somewhere that sells knobs to eat. No, there's not. There is. No, there's not. No, there is. It says that women can't eat too many of them, and if you want a seal's knob for dinner, you have to book in advance. Right, it's gobbledygook. This is the ramblings of a madman again. It's a trend, he writes. It won't last long. It'll be like hummus. But hummus, what, what, when did that happen? What do you mean? It's still going. It's a Greek traditional food. I know, but there's one down the, there's a restaurant down the road that that's all they do. That isn't a proper, that's a side order, isn't it? That's like having a restaurant just flogging tomato ketchup. <laughs> hummus isn't a meal. They don't even try and kid you and get you in and flog you just hummus. They actually say it's hummus today. <laughs> Not gonna work, we shut down within a month. <laughs> Called Ricky and asked what the difference is between the mind and the brain. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's a hell of a phone yeah, call. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ricky did explain, but I can't remember what he said. I wondered at what age you are when the mind kicks in. Okay. Ricky changed the subject and said there is an island called Spider Island. There's nothing but spiders on it. A bloke went to visit the island and said there was a thousand types of spider in one tree. Yeah. Well, I, didn't, I didn't tell you that. No, I locked it up after talking to you. Oh, right. Is that true? Um, yeah, they just said there's, there's loads of them. What do you think about that? What do you think about an island that's just full of spiders? It's a, it's a bit, it's a bit daft, isn't it? What do you think they should do then? Um, I don't know, because y you need spiders. I, I don't know what they do, but they say a world without spiders, like, wouldn't, wouldn't be good. Who says that? I don't know, someone. But, but they sort of do, they do something, there's something about if you did get rid of them all, it would have an effect. Well, of course it would. Any, get rid of anything, it would have an effect. Mm, not, not everything, no. <laughs> like I've said, you know, jellyfish and what have you. Well, it, no. The world wouldn't change. Well, it would. No, it wouldn't. Well, it would, because it's part of an ecosystem, so they're, 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 they're something's food, aren't they? No, but the, it's, it's 97% water or something. Yeah. So, how much are they doing? Just g give them another three percent, make them water. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's more useful. <laughs> give them another three percent and make them water. Oh, God. The rain ain't stopped. The old woman with the bent neck. Now, we've not heard about the old woman with the bent neck Who's before. The old woman she's with a bent neck. Character. What's this? Incredible. She's, um, she's really old. And she's got a bent neck, yeah, but tell us something else. I don't know what's up with her, but I read sort of comes out of here. Look, it's radio. We can't, they can't see what you're doing. It sort of doing. comes out of a, of a chest. So from behind it looks like she hasn't got an head. <laughs> it's really weird, right? I mean, she's old and I don't know what's happened. Just Suzanne said it's sad and her bones have sort of bent up or something or maybe she carried something heavy when she was younger. On her head. And, you know, I, I don't know, it's sad and everything. Yeah. But she's just, she, she's wandering up and down the street, always looks fed up, but you can see her, you have to sort of bend down a little bit. Mm. But. I read just, I thought, I thought I'd told you about it. She finds before. a lot of change. Yeah. I said, yes. Yeah. Well, as you write in the diary, the old woman with the bent neck is struggling in the weather. The rain must be running down her back. Don't know why she went out in this weather. Me back's doing me head in today. It does this every time the weather turns a bit grim. Ever since I tried to kick me height. 
Oh, I remember that. We've heard this before. Kicked me height and landed on me arse. <laughs> Was gonna treat Suzanne to a trip to the pictures to see Breakback Mountain, but then remembered there is a program on about two-headed kid tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what two-headed kid? It's just a two-headed kid knocking about. And I just, just <laughs> wanted to watch that. <laughs> what would you mean, a two-headed kid? It was something on, it was something on the telly. I only saw the beginning of it. I thought, oh, it seems a bit heavy, this. The programme about the kid with two heads was a bit sad. They never go into the good sides of these stories. I asked Suzanne what happens if they sit an exam. She said she didn't know. So, Rockbusters, you gave out three clues last week. Have we got a winner? Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, this was the first person to email in, but you pointed something out, didn't you? That we're gonna do it this week, the first person, but we think maybe it shouldn't be the first person because some people are up in the world when this comes up and some people aren't up in the world. So, uh, um, we're just gonna pick one at random next yeah. week. So you've got the whole week, but we're gonna pick one at random. But this one is, this is the first one we got with all the right well, answers the we promised. the first one with the right answers, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, um, well, give us the clues and the answers. All right, so last week's uh, clues, there was three of them. Uh, I'll give you an initial of an artist or a band yeah. and a cryptic clue. Yeah. Uh, you work it out, you email it in, you win a signed picture and that. Yeah. Um, first one was, uh, well, I don't want a house that, that far away from the water. I want to be right on top of it. Go on. Right, so that was B. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, that, that was Beyonce. Be Beyonce. Like, yeah. it's like a cryptic thing, you got that? Mm. Second one. I stand. Beyonce. Um, Beyonce. That Beyonce. part of my leg is English. Uh, the initial was B. That was Britney. Right? Britney. Yeah, so it's like British. Britney. But so you only take, you're just taking the one half of her name, are you now? Well, she's known as that now. Mm. I think she's known I don't more know who as, she more is, as, but fine. More as Britney than okay. Britney Spears. They don't really call her that anymore. Mm. Yeah. Also, British isn't the same as English. Yeah, I know. I, I, I realised <laughs> that, but it was too late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. That's what you're up against. Just like that only wants to be millionaire. The last yeah. one was, uh, the initials were KW. Yeah. And the clue was, uh, the fitness teacher has got a speech impediment, right? So you've got to sort of think about that. You've got yeah. to think about a fitness teacher. Yeah. He's working out and that. Yeah. But he's got a speech impediment. So no, when no. it when it like comes to like finishing, well, no, you didn't you didn't say all this in the clues. But no, but, well, but no. it was it was just that that one was Can Kanye West, right? <laughs> Kanye so, West. So I'm just saying. Why like, did you the know, fitness teacher say Kanye West? Because he's got a speech impediment and he's been he's been working him out. They built up a sweat and he's like, right. Well, no, you didn't say all that, so it doesn't matter. But, anyway, but even even if that is the case, so what is he saying? He's, that he's saying, all right, can we can we rest now? As in, can we rest now? Yeah, just kind of because they say that at the end, it's like, right, everybody. So he's got a speech impediment. He's very very camp and he's adding words. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, but apart from that, it works perfectly. So <laughs> that is um, bollocks. You're an idiot. So that was uh, the first three. Who and, won? Uh, it was. Gwimlin Howe Jones. Right, let me have a look at that name. There's no such name as Gwimlin. <laughs> what is Gwimlin? Is it something from Lord of the Rings? Gwillem Hugh Jones. Okay, and uh, uh, a signed photo of uh, um, us is on the way yeah. to him. Lucky if, you. I don't know why he wants that, but uh, well done, he got the clue. I don't know if that's a good thing or not to get the clues, but there it is. Well, there you go. So, so are we going to do some clues for next week? Yeah, right. Again, same sort of system. Uh, three of them email in and we'll pick one at random. Right, first one, uh, the initials RP. Right. Right. And, uh, the cryptic clue 
Uh, not cryptic, well. Steal that woman's flower. <laughs> right? If you're gonna, if you're gonna, like, nick a... Well, no, it's different now. What yeah. is it? If it's a cryptic no, let, clue... Let, let him finish it. Okay, what is the flower. clue? What is the clue and stick to it? Steal that woman's flower. Fine. Okay. RP. Right, okay. Right. Second one, B. Is, is that the, the clue or the initial? B is the initial, right? And, uh, cryptic clue, um, keep, keep whacking the cooker with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's a band or an artist. <laughs> kept whacking, you know, kept whacking the cooker with some sort what, of What, is it keep stick. or kept? What is it? it might, uh, if it's cryptic clue, everything matters, so. It, well, it doesn't really. Just, well. just think about whacking, whacking Well, no, no, the, give us the clue again. Just, okay. Just the, whack the cooker no, with No, what is the clue? Do the clue. Okay, do the clue. This is the clue keep and the only, right. But uh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. The initial is B and the clue is... Keep wha whacking the cooker with a stick. Right, fine. But, but it doesn't have to be a stick, though. It well, could no, be like <laughs> an iron. It could be a, any sort of... Well, okay, then. Let's do the clue again, then. Okay, so the initial is B. What's the clue? Keep whacking the cooker. Fine. The last one, uh, the initial M, and then the clue is, uh, Venice. It's, it's all water, isn't it? Right? How would you describe it, right, when- Oh, Jesus Christ. Is this the one- <laughs> Let him finish the clue! I wanna go home! I haven't slept! I just come back from Rio! He might never finish the clue! He keeps- Oh, it's full of water, right? Oh, well, you don't need a stick, do you? Use your hand if you want. Well, no, that was B. No, 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 I mean, he might never finish. Well, let, he's right. not if you're okay. gonna interrupt him. What's the initial? M. What's the clue? Venice. Mm. It's all water. There's hardly any land, so how would you describe it? Okay. I think that sort of works. M. M is the <laughs> artist or a band. Email in, uh, podcast at rickygervais.com and we'll pick one at random. <sighs> Win some stuff. Well, that's the end of uh, episode two in this uh, second series of the Ricky Gervais show. So it's goodbye from me, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant. Oi! And... Sorry, I just, I just want to explain why that, that's a greeting in, uh, in, in Brazil. Is it? You see someone, hey! Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't just a meeting. Why was your knob out when you're shouting at waving yeah, at me? Yeah, that's why I didn't let you see what was going on. I'm Carl Pilkington. Alright. Audible hopes you've enjoyed this programme.